Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gass Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Good morning, my friend. Hope you're doing well. It is still dark outside, but guess what? The farmers, Jerry Deaver and the Deaver Hay Amazing people who farm our hayfield are already out there working in the field. It's super dark outside. Those guys are busting it out. So, Jerry, shout out to you. Shout out to the farmers and ranchers who feed us all across this great country um, and wherever you are. Farmers and ranchers really keep us all going. So, appreciate you, Jerry, and uh, we'll let you stand in for all your folks as uh, honorable mention today for uh, just all the hard work that y'all do. And we are grateful. When you go to the grocery store, when you go to the restaurant, it's farmers and ranchers that put that food there, folks. And so uh, just, uh, hey, shout out to Jerry Deaver and the great work that people like him all around the country do. We are grateful. Hey, um, this has been a busy week. My my week, my world is kind of um, pretty predictable other than trauma call and whatnot, but um, I'm, a, I'm a guy who is highly organized. I put my keys in the same place every day. I, I do everything the same way, and when I don't, when, I, when something comes up unexpected and I don't put something where I usually put it or I don't do things in the order that I normally do them, I am famous for making just huge, laughable mistakes. I, I just, I'll miss something, I'll forget something, I'll leave something out, I'll, I'll not I'll just make a mistake if I don't keep things very organized and systematized. And I was thinking about that this week. I had an add-on case that required us to reschedule a clinic, which means I have to do clinic today, which on Fridays I normally reserve for meetings and paperwork and all that. And it just, when you have to shuffle your schedule around, it just creates some chaos. And for me, that's a big deal, and it always has a little... Uh, anxiety associated with it because I'm whenever I have to change my schedule or whenever there's something unusual that's not normally there, I always have this kind of running sense of what am I forgetting, what am I not doing, what have I left behind, what have I, what kind of mistake have I made, and so I'm always just a little concerned uh, when things aren't straightforward, right? So I remembered uh, in the middle of this busy week, we had a long day in the OR yesterday, and and by the way, shout out to my team yesterday. They did an amazing job, as they always do. Just an amazing group of people here at Great Plains Health who helped me take such good care of people. And Lisa and I are so grateful for uh, getting to work here and around all these wonderful people in this great hospital. But nevertheless, um, we had a we had a schedule change that resulted in yesterday being a lot busier than normal. We, we resulted in having to do something today that we don't normally do. And that just always creates a little anxiety for me because I'm sure that when I'm not following my routine that I'm going to leave something out or mess something up. That's why Lisa's so incredibly helpful to me because she keeps me on track. Well, I remembered an old You Start Today podcast episode that I did way back in the day when we were first starting this little podcasting journey that has turned into this thing that it is now. And I did an episode called Systems Keep You Sane. Our son Mitch 
really all of our kids in different ways. But Mitch was bad about he never remembered where he put his keys. He couldn't remember where his wallet was. He would just always like throwing something down wherever it might have landed. And that created some anxiety for him. So I taught him when he was young to build a system, create a system. This always happens this way. That always happens that way. When you have a system, you don't go crazy. Your systems keep you sane. And I, and I did an episode about that. And I gave you some practical, just useful little steps to develop some systems. If you're one of these people that's always running late because you can't find your purse or always running late because you forgot where you put your car keys or missing meetings because they weren't on your schedule or whatever, this systems keep you sane idea will help. So I just, I clipped that out. Um, it's You start today from way back in the day and it's helpful and we'll talk again sometime soon about why we always say you start today you've heard me say that before probably but but it's, it's an important part of the of the treatment plan for how you get through this this sometimes difficult life is you always have to remember that you got to start today you can't put things off because you're never sure what's going to come next so you got to get after it right i'm always saying let's get after it so anyway here's systems keep you sane don't forget the prayer wall wlewarnmd.com slash prayer and the newsletter drleewarn.substack.com please check it out please check it out the newsletter is a big deal it's a big part of this community and if you're only getting the podcast and you're missing out on a huge amount of very helpful content here we go with systems that keep you sane from 2014 i hope it's helpful to you have a great day hey friend have you ever lost your car keys man that's an irritating way to start your day imagine this you can't find your car keys you've already lost your spare set so you've got to search your house for the keys and you finally find them in the pants you wore yesterday By the time you get to work, you're 10 minutes late, and that morning, you had a big meeting. Since you were late, the boss gave the sale to your rival, who you were trying to beat for associate of the the quarter, and you really needed that bonus. You get to your desk, and you spend an hour looking for the folder you need for your conference call, and finally remember that you left it in the copy room yesterday. When you get there, the folder you need is buried under a stack of other stuff, and it takes you 10 minutes to find it. Now you're five minutes late to the conference call you had on your schedule, and as a result, the manager tells you she's going a different direction on the project. Your whole day is shot because of lost car keys and misplaced folders. Does this sound familiar to you? If so, this episode is for you. I've got a question for you. What's your system? What's your strategy for getting things done in the most efficient way, always having the things you need to do your work and live your life? I'm going to tell you 12 reasons why you need to be more organized, and then I'm going to share six secrets to developing life-proof systems to help you avoid days like the one we just talked about. Disorganization and chaos can make our lives much more stressful than they already are, and who wants that? I'm here to tell you, friend. In my world, I can't survive without a solid organizational plan. Why? Because systems keep you sane. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it, and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is, you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. 
I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery. To get it done, you can get the show notes and more at drleewarren.podbean.com. That's drleewarren.podbean.com, and if you like the show, Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. I need to confess to you that as intelligent as I am, as accomplished as I've been, at my baseline... My mind can be a disorganized mess. I struggle sometimes with being easily distracted. And I learned a long time ago that I was going to be, if I was going to be successful, I needed to get organized. Now, I'm not alone in this. In fact, a huge percentage of type A, hyper-performing people have what they call today adult attention deficit disorder, or ADD. When I was a kid, I was the kid that had a hard time sitting still. I was got in trouble by, sometimes got fussed at by teachers for moving around too much, tapping my pencil, bouncing my leg, uh, not just they thought I wasn't paying attention. But fortunately, I had parents and some really special teachers who were wise enough to not let me be labeled as hyperactive. They let me be myself. They never let me feel like something was wrong with me because I paced around and you know tapped my pencil on the table when I had to sit still or if I seemed distracted when they were trying to teach me. Instead of assuming I wasn't listening, they learned to say, hey, did you hear me? And I had every time. I just didn't need to look at them to hear them. The big surprise for me was when I got to medical school, I found myself in a school full of people just like me, parents, Be patient with your kids. This is an aside. But watch how your kids learn. Learn how they learn and try to maximize their opportunities before you let someone label them as having ADHD or medicate them when they're not exactly acting like everyone else. Sure, some people need medicine. Some people need help and therapy and whatnot for ADHD and those kinds of things. And some people have real problems with learning and behavior. But the truth is a lot of people like me, folks just like me, just need to develop systems to manage their minds, their lives, and their behaviors. If you struggle with keeping your mind on track long enough to get off to work without forgetting your cell phone, then you need a system. If you've got a hard time focusing on one task because a lot of things are vying for your attention, you need a system. If you feel like you waste a lot of time during the day or you're not as productive as you need to be, guess what? You need a system. It's really cute when your five-year-old forgets something and shrugs and smiles adorably and asks for your help. But it's not so cute when your classmate has to borrow your calculator every single day or when your 45-year-old lawyer gets to your deposition and forgot your case files because he's so disorganized. Systems, my friend, keep you sane. For me, it works like this. I put everything I need to have with me in the same place every day. Every night before I go to bed, I make sure my keys, glasses, wallet, watch, my anti-zombie spray, my hand grenades, they're all in a certain place all together every day when I get home from work. Now, I'm just kidding about the hand grenades. Those are illegal. But seriously, all my stuff is right next to my sock and underwear drawer, right above it on a little bureau. And unless I want to leave the house without underwear and socks on, all my important stuff is right in front of me where I'd have to work hard to forget it. I promise if I ever get out of sequence in the way I dress or if I leave my wallet somewhere else that night, the night before, I will absolutely get to work without my wallet. What's amazing to me is how I can literally have no idea that I've forgotten my wallet. 
But as soon as I realize that I don't have it, my brain won't let me think about anything else. I can feel its absence in my pocket. I'll feel like my not wallet in there is like a splinter under my skin until I go home and get it. Why don't I feel that not wallet sensation until later in the day when I need my wallet? I have no idea, but it's true. If I don't have a system in place, I won't have my wallet. I won't have my keys. I won't have the things I need. The same thing is true at work. If I don't discipline myself, I'm the total absent-minded professor sometimes. I'll get to surgery without my MRI scans, with no prescription pad. My reflex hammer will be in my car. It's true. I've learned of myself over the course of my life that if I don't enforce a strict organizational system, I am stunningly capable of Alzheimer's-level forgetfulness. Listen, if you struggle with disorganization, frequently forgetting things, not having what you need, etc., you need systems in place in your life. As Henry Kissinger said, if you don't know where you're going, every road will lead you nowhere. My friend, systems keep you sane. I'm going to give you 12 reasons why you need systems in your lives. 12 reasons. These were inspired by a really great article on the website, evancarmichael.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. Evan Carmichael teaches entrepreneurs how to be better. And there's a great article on there. And these 12 uh, reasons why systems keep you sane were inspired by that article. But let's just run through them. Number one, systems help you be more focused on what you want to achieve. You can stop getting sidetracked by the things you forgot and instead keep knocking out the things you need to do. Two, systems help you be more productive. You increase your brain power by eliminating a lot of stuff you've always worried about. You'll know where things are, when things need to happen, and you'll have a system in place to keep track of your work and your life. Three, systems help you manage your time more effectively. Four, systems help you do your work more economically. No more rushing out on the business trip to replace the cell phone charger you left at home because you didn't have a system on how you pack. Five, systems help you reduce the clutter in your workspace and they reduce your stress levels. Systems improve your brain chemistry. Six, systems help you achieve more balance in your life. Seven, systems help you set and achieve your goals in a more efficient manner. Eight, systems help you present a more positive business image. Now, in my work, I don't work around a lot of business people in the operating room, but I work around scrub techs every day. Scrub techs have amazing systems in place to prepare for a case from the way the trays of instruments are set up to how they're sterilized and how the protocol works to get everything set up for a case down to the way that the instruments are laid out on the surgery table during the way during the course of an operation now imagine a scrub tech that didn't have a strategic design for how they prepared those instruments for your brain surgery there might be chaos in the operating room i would call for an instrument They'd be rumbling around, digging through all the instruments, trying to find what I need, and it would be chaos. And I'll tell you, when I find a messy scrub tech, somebody who doesn't manage their back table or their instrument tray well, I look for a new one. Why? Because systems help me know that my scrub tech is a professional and that my cases and my patients will be taken care of and the things will go well. Number nine, systems help you prioritize your tasks. If you don't have systems in place for how you set your day up, then you basically end up just fielding problems one at a time as they come at you. Systems help you prioritize. Ten, systems help you be more flexible and more creative. Your brain power doesn't have to be sapped all day by worrying where you left your briefcase. So it has the juice to think up new things. 
systems help you be more, be more creative and more flexible. Eleven, systems help you achieve more energy and enthusiasm. Guess what? Your confidence will soar when you know that all the details are squared away and you can focus on the matter at hand. Twelve, systems help you achieve freedom from chaos in your life. Doesn't it sound like, my friend, that you need systems in your life? I hope by now that you're convinced that developing and maintaining organizational systems will help your life. Now we know the why, and now I'll give you the how. Here are my six secrets to developing life-proof systems. Now, this is for me more than for anybody because if I don't have these in place, my life is a mess sometimes. I can be stunningly able to forget obvious things, to blow right past stuff I need to do, to totally forget something if it's not part of my system. So my six secrets to developing life-proof systems start here. Number one, create backups for the things you need. If there's something that's essential in your life, essential in your day or the work that you do, have a backup. I have something that Lisa and I call a go bag. It's a little bag full of stuff that will ruin a trip if we forget it. It's got backup power cords for our cell phones, certain medications and supplies that will get us through a couple of days if the airline loses our bags, or if somehow I forget something. That go bag stays in my carry-on suitcase all the time, and if I ever have to use anything from it, I immediately make a note to myself with a calendar reminder on my cell phone to replace the used item when we get back home. Now, this might sound silly, but the first time you have a lost bag or a migraine or an allergy attack in a distant town in the middle of the night where you can't get to a pharmacy, you'll thank me for suggesting that you have a go bag. It's a backup, a backup to my tendency to forget certain things and to protect us from someone else losing our luggage. Of course, this doesn't have to just apply to travel. If there's anything that your successful day at work depends on, your happiness or safety is frequently at risk over, etc. Build a system with backups to handle it ahead of time. I'm not saying you should keep a drawer full of blank anniversary, birthday, and Valentine's Day cards, gentlemen. I'm not saying that you might forget these important holidays and get in trouble with your wife. But wouldn't it be nice for your life if you had a backup of things that could save the day for you once in a while if you make a mistake or forget something? It's part of my system to have a backup in place. Don't just have a plan A. You know why? Because life is too great of an offensive coordinator for you to think that you can run the same play over and over and win. You've got to be ready, and backups help a lot. Number two, create fail-safes for important data. Now, this sounds familiar. It sounds sort of similar to backups, but it's different. Fail-safes are subsystems that I put in place in case of some major problem arising. Here's an example. If I'm asked to give a talk somewhere, some neurosurgery meeting or some company or some motivational thing somewhere, if I'm giving a talk, what if the computer that the the place has that they want me to present on, what if it doesn't have the right kind of port for my memory card? I have a fail-safe. All of my books, my talks, my blog posts, everything I write, every presentation I make is backed up online via some software called Dropbox.com. Dropbox is a free service, and there's paid paid levels of use, too, depending on how much data you want to store. But Dropbox is a place online where you can store your information. So if you ever need to give a talk or present some data somewhere and you can't get your computer to work and you have to use somebody else's or you don't have the right kind of connections – Log into Dropbox and your data's right there. But guess what? I've also learned that I need to have it backed up on an external hard drive that I can take with me in case my laptop decides to die. 
I have it also backed up on an SD card, some kind of external memory card. Now, that sounds excessive, but it's not. If you've ever given a talk somewhere and you find that the computer that you're supposed to present on doesn't have Wi-Fi, you can't get to your Dropbox account, it doesn't have an SD card slot, so you can't use your SD card that you stored your presentation on. But a disaster is averted because you also brought an external hard drive that has a USB connection. So the old Dell laptop that they're asking you to present on is still usable because just about every computer in the world has a USB port, right? So I have a fail-safe. In my world, if I'm going to give a presentation, I've got several different ways to get that data onto the computer that's connected to the screen that I'm supposed to present to, and we're good. And also, sometimes you get somewhere and they don't have the software you thought they had. So you've got your data handy-dandy stored in Keynote, for example, but the computer they ask you to present on doesn't have keynotes. So guess what I've done? I saved my presentation also in PowerPoint format. In case I run into some dinosaur somewhere that doesn't have a Mac or doesn't know what keynote and how superior it is to to PowerPoint, I've got my data stored in PowerPoint and I can present it either way. Fail safes keep you from, well, failing. (laughs) They're an essential part of the systems that keep me successful at all times and not just with data. Can you think of areas in your life that will be improved if you implemented backups and fail-safes to keep you successful no matter what might come along? Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gash Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Number three, use repetition, use repetition rather to create synapses. Synapses are those connections in your brain that are automatic, that fire without you having to think about and process them. Things like muscle memory. Like when I sit at my computer in the morning, in the darkness, before Lisa's awake and I'm about to write something to send out to you guys or whatever, I can put my right hand down in the darkness and I know certain items are going to be on the desk in a certain place that I can access and use things that I need without having to turn on a lamp or bother somebody else or create a big ruckus because I can't find what I need. I've got repetition over time. I put it the same thing in the same place where I've got a synapse and muscle memory to make sure that that's going to be successfully implementable for me. That improves your brain power because then you stop having to think about certain things and they go on sort of autopilot. They they go on programs that you don't have to use active brain power to accomplish and make sure that you're getting what you need to have done. So synapses and muscle memory improve your brain power and they help you be more successful. They're part of your system. Number four, never, no matter how smart you are, I don't care if you're one of the smartest people I've ever met like Lisa or my friend Wynn Lyle, No matter how smart you are, don't rely on your memory. Memory is unreliable. 
You can have a genius level IQ and you can still forget your socks if you're not systematized and organized. Make checklists. Develop a discipline and a practice of using them. Save your brain power for the more important stuff, not just remembering to bring the toothpaste with you on your trip. Set phone alarms. If you use Gmail, you've already got a free calendar that will send you alerts on your cell phone. Why keep letting the same issues, the same little mistakes, hold you back? Use systems. We use a program called Nozbe, N-O-Z-B-E. You can check it out at nozbe.com. Nozbe is a list-making, task-management system. It syncs across all your devices. You can email it and share your checklist with somebody else and check off a project together. And even the free version of Nozbe is very useful software. I use that to make checklists and not have to rely on my memory. Number five, use Evernote. Evernote, E-V-E-R-N-O-T-E. In this day and age, it's silly to keep bumping into the same problems over and over again when there are so many, often free, powerful tools to help us organize our lives. I use Evernote every day. I'm using it right now to go through the outline of this podcast with you. It's a note-keeping digital information organizer that's made a huge difference in my life. Even the free version is very powerful. Lisa and I use the pro version. It's awesome. I actually write my podcasts and blog posts in Evernote first. It syncs across all my devices. It works offline. It saves me tons of frustration. Check it out at Evernote.com. Now, Michael Hyatt, who's probably the most accomplished and one of the most famous bloggers in the world, has a vast number of blog posts about how to maximize Evernote to help you in your life. Do yourself a favor. There's a link in the show notes to Michael Hyatt's blog where he's listed all the different posts he's written about how to use Evernote to make your life more successful. But the last thing about how to make a bulletproof system for your life, the number six point and the most important one is you need to care about it. The most important aspect of successfully implementing systems into your life is to care that you don't forget things, to care that you're more organized, to have it bother you when you're late, when you can't find something, or when you underperform because you had to scramble to manage something a system would have prevented. Let me tell you a secret. My systems kept me alive and kept our business running when my son died. I have so much, so many of the mechanical parts of my life systematized that in those months after we lost Mitch, I didn't have to think about where my keys were. Muscle memory kept me hanging them in the same spot, reaching for them the next day without having to think about it. I didn't have to wonder where my prescription pad or my coffee cup were or where my bills were going to be paid or anything like that because of systems that I'd put in place before. If you know yourself and you know the places where you tend to have trouble, it makes sense to implement systems to avoid those areas so your life can be more successful. And in those weeks after our son died, when all we could do was breathe in and breathe out and barely manage to get through our days, having the calendar pop up and remind me to pay the mortgage was a lifesaver. Why did that pop up? Because before I had set up a system to remind me of certain days and times when it's time to do things. Systems keep you sane. Systems can save your life. We're grown-ups now. And it's time to stop struggling over things that can be automated and systematized. Systems keep you sane. And systems set you free. And let me just add this. Not having a system is a system. It's just a lousy, terrible, awful system. Not having a system is having a system, but it's a bad one. Now, you might be wondering... What all this organizational and system system stuff has to do with starting today. And I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Maybe you didn't ask, but 
if you asked, here's what I would tell you. Number one, past losses can teach us, but they cannot define us. Labels are rarely true, and when they are, they can be changed. So if you're the person who says, oh, that's just the way I am, I just forget stuff a lot, that's not cute anymore when it costs you your job. We're not stuck with, oh, I'm just, I've got ADD and it makes me forgetful, or I'm just a messy person. If something keeps hurting you over and over in your life, change it. Develop a system to overcome it. Number two, massive change requires massive action. It takes at least three weeks to make a new habit. If you want to make a system that will really stick in your life and make a difference, you've got to massively engage with it. You won't set in and become a part of your life if you don't fully embrace it. Number three, if you want to feel better, my friend, you need to do better. If you're really tired of the consequences of being disorganized, then stop wallowing in it. Change it with systems, backups, fail-safes, lists, software. Care about it. If you want to feel better, do better. Number four, peace is achievable in spite of circumstance. No matter what, if you divorce circumstance and marry the idea that you get to decide how you feel, you'll be happier. You know what? I couldn't control the circumstance of losing a child. I couldn't control the circumstance of having to go to war. But I had systems in place in my life that prepared me to be able to succeed and survive and thrive in spite of those terrible circumstances. Because when times come along in your life when your cognitive power needs to be tied up dealing with a tragedy or an emergency or some uh, Iraqi mortaring you to try to kill you, if you've got systems in place that take care of the baseline stuff that you've got to have, you've got to do, you've got to take care of, you will be more successful. If you decide in purpose in your heart that disorganization and chaos are no longer acceptable to you, then embrace the peace that systems offer you. Embrace the sanity that systems offer you. And number five, the time to start is today. You start today. You can't change yesterday. You can't control tomorrow, but you can decide that today you will become more organized and therefore more successful in your life. Someone I love recently said, creative types are just messy people. It's how we are. I would submit to you, though, my dear friend, that organized, disciplined systems in your life, including housekeeping, cleanliness, and orderliness, and how you live your life and your things, how you organize your things in your work environment, will lead you to having more available brain power to be more creative. It will improve your work and your life. Why? Because systems keep you sane. My friend, if you're not using systems... You're leaving a lot of your life on the table. You're spending brain power dealing with simple things that ought never to have to come into your frontal neocortical higher order thought processes. They should be automated. I hope this conversation has motivated you to look for places in your life where you can be more systematized. But let me tell you something. Motivation is totally useless unless you act on it. That's right. Right here, right now. You take massive action. If you're motivated by this idea that systems keep you sane, if this conversation that we've had has motivated you to stop making the same mistakes and the silly, forgetful things that have held you back and hindered you at different times in your life, then take massive action. Systems will help your brain. They will help your heart. They will keep you sane. They might save your life. Take massive action, my friend. Embrace the systems and build new systems in your life. Get Evernote. Get Nosby. Make lists. Set alarms. Automate things. Whatever it takes, take massive action. Stay safe. 
get smarter, and keep your sanity by embracing the idea that systems keep you sane. And please start today. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is listener supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. That's patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron only episodes and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day. Hey friend, that's the end of today's podcast. I hope it was helpful to you. But if you're working out or driving or you're out for a walk or something and you want just a little bit more, I'm going to play you a Tommy Walker song. You know, when systems keep you sane, it helps you move forward in your life and not keep circling around the same ground looking for your keys or whatever. So here's Tommy Walker's song, Forward. I'm just sending a little shout out to the Walker family there, having memorial service in El Paso for Tommy's dad who passed away. Um, and just uh, send a little prayer up for Tommy and his family and their team. And uh, here's a great song from Tommy about moving forward in your life. It's a really helpful song to me and inspiring. And if you're working out, just a couple more minutes here, something encouraging and positive for your day. Check out mybridgeradio.net if you want some encouraging Christian music content and thought content all day long as well. Wherever you are, mybridgeradio.net is useful to you. Here's Tommy Walker sending prayers up to you, Tommy and the team and your whole family today. Thanks for helping us all move forward. God bless you, friend. We'll see you tomorrow. straight ahead Believe in what you've said Lord, that you're gonna be with me No matter what life brings out
staying where it's safe But there's so much I'm gonna miss If I don't leave this old familiar place Oh, troubles, I know they'll come But I believe, Lord, you'll make a way As I take each step of faith You're gonna lead me by your grace I'm 